Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off Guard. I'm Pasha, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, the man, the myth, the shooting guard, combo guard, Austin Rivers. <laughs> Austin, what's up? <laughs> that was the greatest intro I think I've ever gotten in my entire life, man. The man, yeah, the myth, that's, that's the myth. Am I a myth? <laughs> man, there's, there's definitely some myth vibes going on with you these days. <laughs> uh, I'll take it, man. That was a hell of an intro. I just got back from March Madness. I went to the Furman, Virginia game. I went one game, one and done. Crazy ass ending, man. I, I'm shocked that I just witnessed that in person. Did you see it? Do you know what's crazy about that is I remember FaceTiming you. And all I remember, because I just feel like a lot's happened today for whatever reason. I just, our phone call, I had like a banked memory of like 10 seconds. And the only thing I remember is it was so loud where you were at. And I remember you just flipping the camera and seeing a court. And I was like, oh, the college game is going on there. I then put two and two together when I went to my Instagram and saw what happened. You were at the Virginia game. Yeah, you FaceTimed me right after the guy made the shot. Yeah. I don't know why I answered. Just kind of muscle memory. I saw you were calling. Thought it was important. Answered. And I was just in the middle <laughs> of everybody cheering. The fact, that you, cheering. the fact that you answered my call seconds after that shot went in tells tells me everything about you right there for the people listening that is that is what friendship looks like yeah that if is, i ever answer if i if i ever screen your call just know that it has to be important because <laughs> if i answered during that then yeah, that was crazy i'm pretty much answering yeah, yeah. Appreciate that was it. Crazy. i feel like, I, feel like the, I was there too now i feel like i i, I can like tell people i kind of experienced it i was in that i was in that moment with you can i do is, it, or, is it, it, or am i lying no no no, no listen absolutely you were a part of it it was it was pandemonium in that arena. Probably the most action that arena's gotten since the Orlando Magic haven't been able to give them anything this year. But that was, yeah, I know, a little blow there. But it was it was an awesome game to go to. I felt bad for the the guard that threw the ball away. Fifth-year senior, played all five years. <laughs> yeah. And he won a national title with Virginia a few years ago with Kyle Guy, uh, Ty Jerome. So it's just crazy that he did that. He had a timeout left, too. You know, in moments like that, at the end of the game, it's very natural as an athlete, depending really any sport, anytime you're in clutch crunch time moments, you start thinking about the moment and how big it is and how you can't mess it up instead of like just honing in on who you are, and like what you do. And that's when people will mess up and start acting frantic. If you watch that clip, he gets the ball, he dribbles left and he dribbles, dribbles right and just picks up the ball. When he like he still had like a second and a half of baseline where he could have dribbled somebody out. Like he's any small too, low to the ground. If this guy went any direction as hard as possible, they would have caught a blocking or they would have had to trap him and foul him at least. Like, and right. you have to know you have a timeout left. If I know I have a timeout left, I know push comes to shove. If I'm in a bad situation, I'm just gonna call T. Like the last thing you do is 
you know, hurl the ball over your head. Do you know what I mean? But like, that's what happens. Sometimes. I've always thought about that. I've always thought about that. There's a few seconds to go to just throw the ball in the air. Yeah, but, but there was there was, was ten seconds. There was like yeah, eight, yeah there was like nine seconds left, bro. It wasn't even close. I, I mean, know, like that. But that's how you know that moment lasted. Like that's he was frantically thinking in his mind. Oh yeah, there's probably only one or two seconds left. Like because that's how that moment was. It was like sometimes guys can have like just a lapse and kind of get psyched out and a lack of judgment. Because like you said, he's a fifth year senior. I guarantee that player who threw that ball away today has a tons of big plays that he's made throughout his Virginia career especially being a fifth-year senior, being at the program for a while. I guarantee you he's made many big plays, but all it takes is like a lapse. You know, like the J.R. Smith you know, incident where he didn't know, like, and everybody kind of clowns J.R. for that, but like I could pull up a whole montage of J.R. Smith hitting huge shots or even making, you know, good defensive plays because he was actually a capable defender with his athleticism. Um, but that one play, you know, that, that can happen in sports, especially the NBA where it's so fast, you know what I mean? Uh, it's it's interesting. I feel for that kid. I hope he's all right. Do you think is there is there the craziest gap between call? I while I was watching that game, I just kept thinking all the Magic games I've been to this year and kind of comparing the level of talent. How big of a drop off is there? If Giannis, I saw I saw something on Instagram today. If Giannis went to a 16 seed, would they win the the tournament? Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? It's Giannis playing college. Giannis playing college basketball. So, so, so let, let me paint the picture. He's a six. He's on. Oh he's on a sixteenth seed. So he is at um, Iowa A and M Tech, and he is playing with a bunch of guys that are not going to play basketball after this after this month ever again. And then you put Giannis in there, and they're going up against you know a team like Alabama who has some pros on there. Arkansas has a few pros. You think they would just they would just run away with it? Yeah, I think with Giannis, they win the tournament easily. Easily. I'm not even kidding. Him in college, I mean, look what Zion did. They went to, what, the Elite Eight? Yeah, they the Elite Eight lost to Michigan Yeah, so you're, you're saying Giannis right now, the MVP of the NBA in, in college basketball, bro? If you just put a couple shooters around him, I'm sure there's somebody at a 16th seed. I bet they have a team full of guys that could shoot the three. All they got to do is anything shoot. Anything happens. Be one game, he gets in foul trouble. One game, anything could happen. You know? well, I'm, I'm not saying it's guaranteed. You asked me, could he win? I said, yes. He, could he lose? Absolutely. They could be beat. I mean, it's a team sport, so one guy can can only do so much. So they could easily lose. But you asked, could he win? Yes, he could. Jokic, him. There's like a handful of guys in the NBA that I think could propel a team all the way to the championship in college basketball, a 16th seed team. In your lifetime, who's your favorite college basketball player that you got to watch? Favorite college basketball player. Ooh. You know, I have like a list of like one and dones that I really liked watching. And then I have a list of like college players that I kind of liked watching because it was, you know what I mean? But my yeah. favorite, my favorite college basketball player of all time was, I mean, I, I love mellow Syracuse. Um, he's, he's one of my favorite and I know he was only there a year, but he was incredible. They won too. For him to go there and win, I thought that was really cool. Um, who else would be in that list, man? A lot. Kem, I can name Kem, some for you: Jim, Jimmer Fredette, Kemba Walker, Kemba Kemba Walker, UConn, Zion, yeah, Kemba Walker, UConn. Um, I really liked. I mean, uh, yeah, Jimmer Fredette was a bucket at, at BYU. Uh, Adam Morrison, um, who's some other college players? I like Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith was a bucket uh, for for Duke. Um, man. 
Eric Gordon, Eric, uh, Eric Gordon was only there for a year, but I loved him in Indiana, man. He was so explosive. Like Eric used to be so explosive, uh, vertically, like he pushed the, push the ball, drive, dunk on people. He always had the three ball, but, uh, Kevin, yeah, Kevin Durant. Almost. Yeah. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant of Texas was a monster. Um, yeah, that'd probably be the list. Uh, I feel like when Bronny gets to college next year, his game's going to be the most watched games every game on TV. It's it, you know what it's, it's going to be. It's going to be insane just because we've never we've never seen it before. This has never happened before because Michael's kids were good, but they, they you know they weren't they weren't what Bronny is, and they also didn't play in the era of social media where Bronny is like a celebrity himself. So these these games hasn't. We haven't happened. You know, this is the first time this is ever going to happen. Where you're going to have, you know, the goat, argo, you know, arguable goat, whatever you want to go. Me and you have had this argument a hundred times. Jordan, LeBron, the fact that it's just those two names in there, I think that says enough. That his son, yeah. who's a high level player, who will, what it looks like, go be in the NBA within the next, you know, two to three years. That, yeah, those games are going to be crazy. Did you did you hear the story? Other things that have happened this last week that the Clippers team playing, I guess in February, got struck by lightning and it was a kind of a frantic scene. Has it ever happened? Have you ever had a scary flight where you were maybe kind of up there praying or what? Yeah, I've had some some bad flights with just like excessive turbulence. You know, what I mean, especially like in Utah, um, or just you know, again, we're a winter sport, so you're flying sometimes through winter storms, man, and those flights can be really scary. You know, you open up your window and it looks like. You know what I mean? Like you have to close it because it's scary. Like that's that happens all the time. Oh, do you, do you do well in turbulence or do you kind of no no let no. go and let God? I, I literally sit there and start praying for like ten minutes, and people look at me like I'm crazy, and I don't care. I just, I, I freak out. Yeah, when we when we flew to Miami during All Star, when we had we had some turbulence, I saw you close your eyes and look down. <laughs> not not very stoic of you. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the deal, right? <laughs> It's really hard to be in situations where you're helpless. And there's really only two. In a car, you have a certain amount of control. You're driving the car. When you're driving on, or if you're riding in a yacht or a big boat where you're not the captain, or. Which is every a, time you're in a boat? <laughs> huh? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, when I, when I drive the boat on like a lake. People drive boats on lakes and stuff. Oh, no, I thought you meant like a. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying like if you're on like a giant, you know, a boat where you're not operating it. Being out in the middle of the ocean, you you are really like your terms. It's it's not it's not on your terms, man. You know you you're, you're you're at that point. It is not in your hands anymore. And those situations are very vulnerable for me. And I end up just kind of turning to God in those moments. For you to judge me, I think is wrong. That's what I'm saying. Well, I looked over at you, kind of. I, I was feeling like, okay, listen, everything's gonna be okay. I got I got Austin Rivers on the plane. Nothing's gonna happen on this flight. I looked at you. Uh, eyes close looking down praying to i don't even know it was just it was i don't know it, okay we'll, we'll switch gears here and current news right before we started this pod it got announced that alonzo ball just underwent a third knee operation and he's gonna probably miss all of next year it, it's just terrible it's terrible news because I, I loved watching him play with the bulls with levine and DeRozan, and they were hooping last year i think they were the one seed Jeez. and him going down and now this you know, podcast is just getting darker and darker <laughs> this podcast is getting darker and darker. My God. Yeah, man, I heard the news. It's terrible. I, I, you know, I actually am a fan of Alonzo. Uh, he got a lot of, uh, I feel, negative scrutiny went with his first year with the Lakers, which a lot of rookies usually do. D'Lo kind of went through a similar thing, and now you could see 
since he's gone back and he's had time to kind of just become a pro, he's really performed really well there in L.A. Uh, Lonzo kind of got the same type of treatment. Um, and he's actually a hell of a player. He's super fast. He's an incredible passer. He's an unselfish player. He has great feel for the game. He could defend. Um, you know, he's an ideal starting point guard for, for most teams in the NBA. And he hasn't been able to perform or be himself for the past couple seasons. And now they're saying he's probably going to miss all of next season. It's one thing to miss half a year on the mental. It's another to miss a full year. It's a whole other thing to miss a second year. And to miss a third year, you know, yeah, man, you know, that's just, it's really unfortunate. I feel for him. Uh, I, I really do hope this last surgery on his knee really can help him start to get to a point where he can recover rehab and get back to like a similar version of himself so yeah there's clay thompson who's been he's been on fire recently he sat out for a few years and in the way he's came back i feel like that's you know something to look at and say you know he can do yeah. it yeah and lonzo's a freak Especially athlete. The way he's a freak athlete so he might be a, you know he's, he's someone that probably could recover and, and still come back and be explosive and be himself yeah and it's, it's a shame because like i said last year i remember the bulls played at los angeles it was him against the Lakers, and he, they were they killed the Lakers, and he was hitting threes and throwing lobs to you know Zach and Demar, and they were they looked really good. I thought they were a real threat in the East, so it sucks that we're probably not going to be able to see, you know, that team for a while the way they had it. But who knows what they that, look like after a, next year? That, that's the thing because by the time he comes back, you know, will Demar still be there? Will Will Zach still be there? These are guys whose names have been all throughout the trade deadline, and you know that team might be in a whole different direction. So we'll never really get to see what that team could have done with the healthy Lonzo. So uh, that is unfortunate, man, but uh, hopefully he gets back and he, you know, he can get back to his ways. Speaking of freak athletes, did you see Giannis dribble the ball out in front of Trey Lyles and Brooke Lopez got involved and yeah. that scuffle? I don't understand. There had to be something that happened earlier in the game because for Giannis just to dribble in front of him and him like push him like that. Okay, so you're on you're on Darren Fox's side. He said, "Why did Gian Giannis could have just dribbled the ball out?" And then other people were saying Giannis was dribbling it out. Trey Lyles was too sensitive. I'm saying I I'm, think Giannis went right in front of him. I, I I I don't think he went to like start something serious. I think yeah, he was dribbling the ball out and he like went to just kind of cut him off and like yeah, kind of like I don't want to say harass. Well, look what you're saying he's cutting he's cutting someone off at the end of the game when he's dribbling it out. No, no, no. Hey, what, 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 what? I, I I agree <laughs> with what you're saying. He 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 did what he did, but I don't think he meant it in such a way where like Trey had to push him. You know what I mean? But at the same time, Trey's in a moment where he's emotional. He just competed. He just lost, and like now you're like trying to cut me off and be like like bro, what are you doing? And this is coming weeks after the incident where he did like the fake rebound thing at a game where they were up by 30. And like you could see even in that uh, in that clip, Kisper and Brad were like looking at him and then they both turned to look at the scoreboard and be like, did he just do what I think he did? And then obviously he just did, uh, you know, the cutoff with Trey. So I think in that moment, Trey like pushed him like, yo, bro, you know, what are you, what are you on? And then obviously Brooke has his back and whatever, whatever happened. But that fight was, <laughs> that was the, the most, can we talk about it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's been something going on with people like grabbing people. The way like Michael Porter Jr., I know you're close with, he did he choke Zach Collins? Last so here's week? the thing, all right. For 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 fans. There's been who, a lot of grabbing of the neck. Well, people don't understand. For fans who like watch, imagine being in a situation, right? Where yes, you're in the heat of the moment, you're emotional, you're competing, uh, high pressured, being watched by millions or thousands, depending on which team <laughs> which team you are. Uh, but uh and you're having an altercation with another guy 
who has an ego, just like you, you thinks very similar to you, and you can't punch each other because if you do that, not only will you get suspended or you'll get kicked out of the game, you'll get suspended for multiple games. You'll get a fine that's usually, especially if you throw a punch, you're going to probably pay like fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars $75,000 in bread, maybe even more if it's a bad punch. That's another thing. How hard am I punching this guy? Am I going to punch him as hard as I can and possibly break his nose and like then get like a 10-game suspension? And now I look bad and the media says, story, but that's a terrible look. So like no guy really wants to punch each other. So all we could do usually is push each other or, 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 you know, choke each other. That's why the fight with me and, and Mo got so crazy. Cause like, we actually were trying to throw hands, but we were like holding each other and that you never want to get to that type of point. But like that, that stuff happens so quickly that you just, in the moment you try not to do anything too excessive, even the moment, even that fight that I've gotten in any fight that I've ever gotten in, even the one with Mo, we never, you know, we were like throwing hands, but not really, man. Like we both could have punched each other if we wanted to at any moment i probably could have punched him and he could have punched so there's, me a, there's for sure. a certain level there's a certain level of restri- like holding back yeah, that's, that you're that's doing. the point there's, like if you're mo, never 100 that's it. my point like if mo really wanted to punch me at a certain point i'm sure he could have and i know if i had my, 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 like there's a moment where i was on top of him you know what i mean like and i could have done something but like you just don't want to do that because that's just like bro what are we doing here it's never that serious you know what i mean so it reminds me of it reminds me of do you remember kobe and chris childs where they got into it and kobe kind of threw like a weird elbow no no no, no. see like that's soft, but that's elbow. where he fucked up though. i think he was i think he was a little i think he was held back didn't know this is bad for my image this or that and chris childs was like fuck that here's a two-piece <laughs> it, it was crazy it was crazy. first off first but off re- recipe to one of the goats so recipes to one of the goats but you are correct. He, but an elbow is crazy, bro. He threw him like an elbow as if like that. You can even see his reactions like, and he throws a punch. Like that's what you're supposed to do. He acted accordingly in that situation. I hate to say it, but he did. And in most situations though, you'll see what Trey and them did. Like they're like choking him and Brooks grabbing the back of his head. Like it's like his lover. Like he's about to like embrace his, you know what I mean? Like trying yeah, to pull in, pull in for a kiss. And like, they're like both in this strength. That was comedy, bro. It didn't. It didn't feel right seeing Brooke that mad. I think of him and Robin Lopez, guys that go to Disney. Well, they are well, kind of happy, go lucky, goofy guys that are just kind of well. Robin kinda and happy Brooke, to be out there. they're both they're both extremely sharp, great guys. They they both are great guys, and I've played with Robin, and I know that you know Robin. Robin's a great guy. Um, so yeah, you it, it it's rare to see them in in a moment like that. I will say, Robin, Robin will switch on your ass now. Robin has. Well, a, I've seen. I've seen what he's done to all the mascots across them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's he's always super physical with them. He's, he's got the mascot beef. But yeah, two guys you definitely don't want to mess with. I still maintain that Giannis dribbled in front of him, but it, it was just bizarre behavior from a guy that you know a lot of people say is the best player in the NBA. It is what it is. I don't know. What do you got? Are you, what are you, are you applying like little lip balm? What is that? It's Carmax, man. All right. It's cold. It's cold. Where you're in I, Chicago I, right now? I, you're yeah, I'm in Bulls Chicago, tomorrow? bro. We we play the Bulls. I'm coming from Minneapolis. It's it's freezing wherever I go. You can't, you can't catch a break. It's gray and it's rainy. Okay, I need chapstick. Yes, I haven't went. I haven't. I haven't gone through this many bottles of lotion in years. I go through like a whole bottle a month because that's how dry your skin gets. It's it's crazy. I'm just I'm just happy you use lotion because I I've recently found out a lot of my friends that are lighter skinned. Well, let's just, let's just call it how lotion. it is. A lot of white people don't use lotion, and it is beyond us. I, I don't know why that is, but a lot of white people just don't use lotion. I'm sure a lot do, but I'm saying a lot a lot don't. They don't. They don't. Because they don't see the ash. Because you don't That's see the ash, the but like the feeling of the dry skin for me is just it's unavoidable. It's, it's something that has to be taken care of 
literally seconds after I get out of the shower, after I dry off, like the, the lotion's immediate for me. Right. And if you ever want to find out, why don't you scratch uh, one of your white friends on the uh, on the forearm and see if there's a line of just du- a dusty trail. And that's how you know. And it's crazy. It's, oh, you gotta man. Use it. You got out of the shower, you use soap, you're dry. You got to put some lotion on. You know, we're helping everybody episode by episode. Wipes, uh, 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 double dips, no uh, double dipping, no, 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 okay. du- no double dipping, uh, putting on lotion and wipes. I mean, we're, we're, we're helping people. Right, back to a much more serious topic. Did you see John Morant's interview with Jalen Rose? He finally kind of spoke on the incident. Yeah, I, listen, can I, can I say something about this whole incident? Like, and mm-hmm. we could like put this whole thing to bed. I, I'm like really glad that he's, um, you know, come out and spoke and, and understand. He understands that what, you know, his behavior isn't something that, you know, he wants to do consistently and, and, and be remembered by. And he doesn't want to have these things turn into habits. He's not, a, he's not a dumb kid, bro. This dude is a smart guy. He's a smart young player. He's just young and could be immature. I mean, th- those are two different things. And I think he's had a moment of where a guy like him is getting all this money. You have all this power. You kind of can do whatever you want. People don't say anything to you. And, you know, you, you build habits and he, you, you make mistakes. It's really that simple. I've seen, you know, I, I love Jay Williams and Jay's, Jay's great. He's, he's great for ESPN. But he was just like, I'm worried the week and a half isn't enough time for him to rehab and, re, you know, rebuild, you know, get his his habits better and people are like jaw doesn't know who he is and he's want to be gangster like bro the dude is just young going out and some of the dudes he hangs out with probably are from the hood and got guns on them and he's in the club and he's drunk and he grabs a gun and puts it on the screen to be funny he's young and immature like i don't don't think jaws wants to go to the corner and make deals or be in the streets and doing drive-bys and like bro like this this whole thing that you know we're, we're, we're we're mixing jaw's name with even if you go on Instagram or Twitter, you'll see, you know, Ja, you know, the little comments, you know, about him being a shooter and all these things. And it's like, ha, 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 funny, but it's really not. You know what I mean? It's not cool at all. It's really not. And I, he, he doesn't deserve that. I feel like right now his name is getting smeared to a level that's just getting like, I don't know. And Jay wasn't smearing his name, by the way. Um, but, you know, I just feel like they're over, overdoing it. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're right. Maybe he does need this in time. He'll, he'll show us, he'll, you know, hopefully he proves me right. You know, in the things I'm saying now, but I, I just don't right, believe it's that serious. They said he's clear. They said he's clear to play Monday. Do you feel it feels for some reason a little quick? And the only reason I say that is because a lot of other people, a lot of reporters were out there saying the situation's worse than people know. There's a lot of other things going on and it had everyone thinking the worst. And then out of nowhere, well, the it's, reason it's quick is gonna because play Monday. that's that's why it's quick is because they're saying eight games, but they're counting the six he's already missed. So right. he's really only getting two game suspension. Fuck, I got three for 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 my little incident. This, you know, what I mean, like this guy's was on a whole different level. So yeah, it is quick, but like I'm glad it is. I'm happy for him. I don't, I don't, I don't. The the last thing this guy needs is, if anything, is time on his hands. He he needs to get back playing basketball, doing what he loves. There's only 12 games left in the season. Get back to hooping. Get back to doing what you do. Get back to being what made you great and made you a star and lose yourself into being John Morant in your craft and put all that other shit for the, for the summer, man. You know what I mean? And I don't – sure. I'm not a guy that moves with a gun on me. I, I actually hate guns. Uh, but, you know, I don't make fun of people who have them, especially not a handgun. I'm not with, like, the assault rifles and all that stuff. But, like, it's a crazy world. If he moves with security 
that has those type of things, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. If you go out, if you the go problem, out, the problem is putting it on camera. The problem is putting it on camera and like on your Instagram live and you got like 10 year olds watching you. That, that was the issue. For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. Among the legal issues that, you know, the state of Denver, I think has drinking and having one, you know, there's all types of different things, but like, you know, so I don't know. Well, hopefully he can get back to playing basketball and we won't be talking about this anymore. The West is wide open. That's why I knew I had a feeling he was going to be coming back this season. It's it's too much of an opportunity. Anyone could take the West right now. I didn't think he was going to be out the rest of the year. Nah, yeah. The show goes on, bro. show goes on. Last week, Damian Lillard, uh, I think he was on JJ Reddick's podcast, and he said he hates ring culture. Oh, man. Do you agree with that? Because I feel like it's it's part of the media and the fans' fault that players go around for you know hunting rings because we value them so much. Kobe has five. Jordan has six. LeBron has four. You 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 look at these players by their rings. Charles Barkley has none, so that's why people are making moves and kind of going around ring culture. Do, do you agree with that? I mean that that's a debate that's just never going to be solved because it's hard to judge every situation where a player has joined a team. You know, people are like, well, the Celtics did it first, or no, Miami did it when LeBron went here. Well, no, that's not different. Or the Malone did it with Peyton. Well, no, they were old. they were too old. The time time cut off. Like, bro, like, there's no. This has been going on since the beginning. You know, that's why there's been dynasties in the first place. Teams join, teams, you know, players go to this team, whatever. So I, I don't know, man. Like Kevin obviously has done that multiple times throughout his career. You know what I mean? So like he's publicly made that known. He has no issue with going to any team that he really wants to go hoop for. And it's hard to ever pick on Kevin because no matter what team you could say he's chasing, he's always the best player still on the team. You know what I mean? And still has the the biggest job and impact in the team. So you can't really say anything to him. So I think also what Damien was talking about was just the way the NBA has evolved and how the game is being played now, how the business works. You know, I think there's a lot in that statement because it is it has changed. I came in the same year as Damien. We were in the same draft class. You know what I mean? So I, I the, what the league is now is completely different than what it was when I came in. What's the biggest difference to you? I think age the front office in terms of who's who has jobs and who don't so like in the front office or yeah i think analytics has have played a huge role in the nba and has brought in a whole different type of uh you know uh, just a, a different type of, of of a person in charge you know i mean these are people from different backgrounds a lot of you know teams are run by uh, uh men who who didn't play in the nba uh, and there's a mix. There's a healthy mix now. You could say, you could argue that it's actually kind of headed back that way um, cause, because analytics don't tell all, but they are, you know, without a doubt, an important factor. You know what I mean? The best teams in the league use analytics. Everyone uses analytics. Um, I think now what you've seen is they're not everything. And I think you need a healthy mix. I think the best teams are run when they have a healthy mix of former players or former people involved in the NBA who actually know the game and then people who see it from a different perspective, but still have a mind for it. You know what I mean? Who maybe don't have a background in playing in basketball, but you know, they're brainiacs of the game of basketball or they're analytic people. I think I like the, I like the mix, the mixes. You see that in a lot of teams. Now you're seeing a lot of former, former players get involved, but still work alongside, you know, that other side. So uh, I hope it continues to do that. Cause I think it's beneficial for the game and the purity of it as well and how it's played. But, I think there was a you lot. You mentioned to- age. You mentioned age. That is a huge thing 
that I've definitely noticed because your your dad was the was the coach of the Magic. I think it was the year is ninety nine two thousand season. It was a heart and hustle year. Anyone coach of the year, and they missed the playoffs barely. I think they were forty one and forty one, and that team looking at that roster with Dare Armstrong and Bo Outlaw and Pat Garrity, that that team would have tanked. They would have saw that roster and said, "We're just gonna." pack it in we're not good this year let's get the number one pick but they fought and scratched and clawed their way to barely missing the playoffs by one game yeah and that just would never happen right now with a team without lacking talent like that i mean stuff like that doesn't happen yeah yeah facts i mean it's like uh man there's so many sides to this man this is such a hard conversation to just like nail down and have one opinion about because there is the other side where it's like isn't a player just allowed to want to win isn't a player allowed to want to go to a situation that he thinks he could thrive in and be a part of a team that can go win championships because he has the personnel and players around him and he's a, it's a five-star organization? Is it really so bad that Kevin Durant wanted to go play for one of the best, or if not the best organization in basketball, which is the Golden State Warriors? What, is it so bad, you know what I mean, that he wanted to go play and be a part of that? And he still was the best player in the team. He might, have been, you know, he might not have been the most important to the system, Steph is, but Kevin was the best player in that team at the time. You know what I mean? It's it, right. At it was, most moments, you know what I mean, especially in the finals. Well, you have that, and then you have a guy like Kevin Garnett that stayed in Minnesota, you know, way too long. I have, I, but, but I have respect for that too, though. There's, no, I, I, I'm okay with both routes. It just depends on what type of person you are. It's like, I mean, you, you can't please everybody. It's just, it's just what it is, man. It, it, there's never going to be just like there's not a greatest player of all time. There's you. Someone could say Le- LeBron. Someone could say Michael. Some people say Wilt. Some people say Kareem. It's just a dependent on what area you're from, uh, uh, beliefs and how you feel as a competitor down to the core. Are you a person that likes to try to do things on your own and build something or would, do, you, do you not mind kind of to go join something? That, that's an aspect of business too. I mean, it, it really just depends on what type of person you are. Well, then what, what, so what, what's the difference between, why does it feel different when Bradley Beal stays with the Wizards his whole career and everyone's like, oh, he's just getting the biggest paycheck. But when Damian Lillard stays with Portland his whole career, He's getting applauded. So what is the difference there? There, is, there isn't a difference. You don't think they're viewed differently? They are viewed differently. Why? That's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I guess because Portland has been in the playoffs in recent years competitively, and the Wizards have been bad for a while. That'd probably be the main difference. But in terms of loyalty to somewhere and still just wanted to be, because Brad, Brad could get maxed from any team in the NBA. And I understand he was able to get super maxed and other things because... He was, uh, you know, on the same team. I think you get extra money for doing that. Um, For sure. Absolutely. But uh, a lot of extra money. Uh, (laughs) But uh, still, nonetheless, he still has a loyalty to the team that that drafted him, that he's been with, that he's built his family there. Um, He wants to see if he... And D.C. is a nice city. I think he feels that one day maybe he can get some players there. However delusional that is to people or not, the fact is that's what he believes, and there's a loyalty and a respect factor there. In high school, when I played for Winter Park, it was just a, that's a neighborhood I grew up in. I, I could have went to Oak Hill, I could have went to Mount Vert at the time, St. Pat, St. Benedict, all these you know prominent prep school teams. But I was well, just you like, did win a state title your junior year. Did you think about your senior year going somewhere? No, I was more? like, why would I? I? I was competing for national titles in the same tournament as those teams. I felt like I could just build around the players that I was with. I'm from the same cloth as is is Brad and Damien. I'm just not a, a superstar who could stay on one team for for uh, eleven years. That's the difference. That's the well, only difference. Mont Verde is down the street from where you grew up. So is it was it even a thought? No, no. The, uh, my sophomore year, I had like a hesitation to thinking about going to Oak Hill, and I'm just like, what am I doing, man? I, I just don't need to do that. I just didn't need to. 
And I wanted to also have like some sort of a normal life before everything got crazy, what I knew it was when I was going to go to Duke. You know, I knew once I left high school, my life would never be the same. And that like my days of like just being a kid and waking up and like you go to school and you hang out with your friends and you, you know, every once in a while you'll go to a party or homecoming, prom, football games, like being a real kid was done. Once I went to college, it was like a job. You know what I mean? Like everything changed for me. Because uh, I wasn't one of those kids that went to college for four years, whatever, whatever. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I went to I went to a Montverde game earlier this season. I wanted to see Cooper Flag play. He's the number one sophomore in the country. Uh, they the, they look like an NBA team. It was nuts how big they were. They had a bunch of guys. That's, guys but that's the my thing, though. That's, that's not dude. like my my. And I, I'm all for it was that. running clock. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm it was a run- <laughs> that's that's exactly what happens. You end up you know beating most teams by like you know whatever amount. I was in all the same tournaments as the nationally ranked teams, and we beat most of them. Some of them we lost to, but we competed with all of it. It was just me and my my, my boys from my neighborhood. I got to be a kid, which was important for me because you know that's what I wanted to do and enjoy at the time, knowing that in college I wouldn't get the college experience that everyone else got. So I damn sure was going to have in my high school. I wasn't going to lose that and college. You know what I mean? I had to have some sort of regular, you know, regular like behavior in life because I knew once I left it would change, and which it did. So I'm with both, but. Um, you know, I, I, I like in that respect what Brad and Dame have done, but I also see the other side of it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with players wanting to go to a team. It's just, it just depends on who you are as a person, as a competitor. Do you think if Michael Jordan played in this era, he would have been on the Bulls his entire career? Yes. Yes. He was, th- he would have. Yes, he would have. Cause he had the best coach of all time and the best sidekick of all time and, and all those things. <sighs> what do you mean? All those things. There's him and Scotty. And then he, they had so if Michael so if Michael Jordan was on uh, was on the Cavs with Mo Williams and y'all swear Sasha he had Pavlovich. a super team. Everybody swears Michael had this super team. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it was him and Scotty, and they had some good role players here and there. So if so if Michael Michael Jordan was on the Cavs during Jesus. LeBron's first stint with Look the Cavs, at the rosters, and he was getting he, and he was getting the you know shot to Drew Gooden. He was getting Drew Gooden, so Drew Nasilgalskis. He was getting these players. He would have been <laughs> fine. He would have stayed. He would have rolled with that. LeBron did. He didn't leave till like what year? What? He played there seven years. Yeah. Thought- Michael would have just stayed. Michael left to go play some damn baseball and golf. So he did leave. It's just his own way. That's, that was his, that was, he would rather do that than go to a different it's team. What we, it's what we call in the biz load management. But yeah, let's, let's take a break there. And <laughs> when we get back, we'll go to my favorite segment, Austin's Pet Peeves. Oh, Jesus. All right, Austin, it's that time of the week. Last week you crushed it. What are your pet peeves? What has been on your mind? I know you're in Chicago right now, enjoying the Windy City. But what is bu- what is bugging you? I've realized, if anything, that <laughs> this is crazy that we're making this like a weekly thing now. Um, am I going to be known as like the Larry David of the NBA? Is this is this? That's it's too late for that. We established that last week. It's too late. If I were you, I'll just lean into it and tell us what's <laughs> on your mind. I think I'm. It's now clear that I have a problem with the sound of people eating or consuming even like a drink, it, it drives me crazy. It, it really like annoys the, annoys me to a, to a level of... Just like at a restaurant or can you give me an example? Just, just I don't mind at a restaurant so much because it's just supposed to be loud and chaotic. It's just more so like it, if I'm like in the morning eating something and I hear like someone like just crunching or smacking on something, it really just... For instance, we have team film every day or every... Every day after a game, uh, we have team film. And it's usually like 11 or 12. And for whatever reason, they bring in this little hot 
bowl of broth soup (laughs) (laughs) for Rudy Gobert. Every damn film, they bring this fucking soup for him. And he sits right next to me. I love Rudy. But my goodness, he sips on this soup the whole film session for like, it's like a 25, 30 minute film session, by the way. And all you hear is, and I'll just watch him take these sips and I hear it. I'm like right next to it. I just hear this, this, the bowl, the bowl in his hands looks still large. So the bowl's large because his hands and I think he wears like a size 22. His hands are, they, they, you know, giants features are always, I mean, they, they have large hands. He's a big hands. The bowl is, it's a big bowl. It's a big bowl of broth. And you can hear him sipping and it's all, it's dead quiet. And that's it's all you just hear him sipping. This, what, this, what, what kind of broth is it? What are we doing? Is it, is it a French onion soup? Like what is, what's going on over there? The bowl, the, it has like all types of vitamins. I don't know. It has all types of things in it. I, I don't mind him doing it. It's just the time in which he does it and where he does it right next to me. It's, it's literally a foot and a half from my ear. All you hear it's, I'm going to be just, on the lookout for that. I, I, I don't like that sound. Even when someone's, I'm on the phone with somebody and you can hear they're eating something. That definitely is a noise that it's not, it's not good. Especially by, by the way, this isn't like a weekly thing. I've, I've dealt with this. We've had film probably 52 times. I mean, this, I've, I've listened to that soup being sipped at least 30 times. And I'm not being exaggerated. 30 times I've heard soup being sipped. And no one's going to say anything because it's Rudy Gobert. Well, well, what do you say? Stop sipping your soup. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a little joking comment, but that's you know what I'm you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring my own fucking bowl of soup, and mine's my <laughs> soup's gonna be even bigger than his. I'm gonna get like a chunky, a giant chunky noodle a bowl bowl of soup. Jeez, and I'm gonna sip. I'm gonna sip so obnoxious that he'll look at me and get the point of what he's doing. But then at that point, am I now being counterproductive to the film session? Yeah, be be the change you want to see in the world. I wouldn't. I don't. Don't don't add to the problem. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Last week we talked about not shaking people's hands, and I was playing tennis at the park the other day, and I see one of my friends walk run by, and he goes, "Oh, don't want to dap you up. I know you don't. You and Austin don't like that." So I was like, "Oh man, this is like a thing now where I don't. Not with the now Listen, I'm not saying hi to people. We have to be aware of what we're saying. One of I we had a we had a request. Someone said, "How do you feel about?" People brushing their teeth in the shower. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't. I don't mind it. The only issue I have is if you don't have a mirror in your shower, it's like I have to like make sure I'm visually seeing everything that I'm brushing and make sure I'm getting everything I need to be, you know, taken care of. Like that's that's the only issue I have with that. Other than that, it's solid. I think it's disgusting. You have to put. You, I don't want warm or hot water in my mouth after I brush my teeth. I want like a refreshing cold. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. sensation afterwards. Uh, hot water, like bath water in your mouth or whatever, you know, shower, hot shower water in your mouth after you brush. I'm not getting that same fresh minty, you know, experience. I, I respect that. I understand that. Do you know what else bothers me? When you see somebody and they're like, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm like, what's up, bro? They're like, you remember me? And I'm like, I'm not going to be like, nah, man. And sometimes I even do that now for fear of what I'm about to say. Well, it's and awful I, when you see someone and you know they know you, but you don't remember their name. That's it. The, one of the, you know, the worst 10 seconds of your life. It is bad when you know, especially when you know you should know the person's name. You're like, you know what? I've talked to this guy enough times or this girl enough times where I should know this person's name. But when you really don't know their name and they're like, what's my name? They'll be like, what's my name? That's a, you don't know my name, do you? 
you'll be like, it's, but by the way, you meet, you meet a lot of people. That's tough for you. Is you, a lot of people are, are going to remember you and you're not going to remember them. Cause you know, no, that is true. That's the point. Yeah. That's that. I hate, I hate when people do that. I hate when you, I hate when and I, I keep that in mind. I've, I've met, you know what I've met, let's say Damian Lillard a few times. I'm not every time like, Oh, I met you two years ago. Like, I don't say that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like I, I know that he's Damian Lillard and he meets a lot of people. So Bro, I, there, I'm there not going to call him out on it. There are people that do this. It's, it's, and it's, it's like really weird and it's annoying to me. It's just a bad habit. I, I can't stand when I go up to somebody or if someone comes up to me and they're like, yo, what's up, man? They say hi to me. And I'm like, what's up? They're like, you remember me? And I clearly don't. And I'm just like, yo, no, I shit. I'll lie just to be nice. Cause I trying to save faith and give them a little bit of confidence. I don't, I don't even know what it is. I just feel bad. I'll just be like, yeah, I, I remember you. And the person has the audacity to question me and just be like, you don't know my name. What's my name then? What's my name then? You'll be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you even seek out this awkward of a moment? Why would you even want me to, why would you ever put me in a space where I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. I don't know your name. Like, why would you even it, want that? It, 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 there's a lack of like social awareness. And I, I was telling you before, this is, it's, it's, it's the same guys that see a girl and they're like, oh, you, you're not going to give me a hug? Like, and then they, they call the girl over. Just, just, just stay in your lane, man. Maybe you didn't get it that time. Maybe, you know, it, it's okay. You, you notice that someone didn't remember your name. Why would you call them out? It happens. It, it happens so much. These are the same cloth. I got a whole bunch of these. It's the same type of people that will see someone. Like, I'll go somewhere and someone will be like, hey, what's up, Austin? Blah, 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 blah. And the person next to you will be like, who's he? He's someone important. He's someone famous. You'll be like, what you do? You're like, why are you talking? Why are you? You know what's crazy is that there's been so many times where, you know, I'm with a basketball player or somebody and someone will go up to them and ask for their picture and they won't know who that person is. They only saw other people ask for pictures or whatever. And then they'll go to them and be like, can I get a picture? I want one too. You'll be like, but you don't even know what I, like, why would you even, you know, I guess it's, some people don't see a lot of people famous. So if they see someone famous, they just feel like they just need to do it just because it's not often they might do it. They just wasted their time taking a picture with Austin Rivers. It's worth absolutely just nothing. I, I, would, I, you re- would you respect it more if someone came up to you and said, hey, listen, and kept it real? Like, I'm not a big fan of this or that. And they were just like an honest guy. Or is that, or do you rather have a guy come up as more of a fan? Well, if you're not a fan of mine, then just don't say anything to me. I don't need you to come up to yourself and introduce yourself and say, "Hey, by no, the no, way, pretend you guys I'm are not at the a same fan function. of you." But hey, bye. At the same function, like, hey, honestly, like I don't agree with what you do with you know this and that. I used to hate. How about this? This would be a good one. I used to hate you back. I rooted against you when you're on the Clippers, but now I'm a fan. That's probably what you want I've, to hear. I've, I've, like I've gotten that both ways. I, hey, man, I loved you in the Clippers. I hated you on the Rockets. I, I hated you in the Clippers. I loved you on the Rockets. I lo- loved you here. I hated you here. I've had. I've hated you there, and I hate you here now. <laughs> I've gotten that as well. So I mean, I get, you can't please everybody. I I don't, I don't know. Uh, some people just they have too much hate in their heart, Pasha. <laughs> okay. On a on misery, a lighter misery note, loves company. Uh, on a lighter absolutely. note, we're going out dark. We came in dark. No, no, no. I want to say shout out to our producer Erica. It's her birthday Monday. I just want to say happy birthday. She's always doing the most for us, and after every episode, I. Always text her and ask if I did a good job, and she always says yeah. So, Erica, happy birthday! Happy birthday, to Erica! All right. Well, good luck tomorrow against the Bulls, and looking forward to talking to you next week. My guy, this was interesting. We were all over the place, but this was a uh, comedy, funny as usual. Love chatting with you as always. I'm gonna go get this dub tomorrow. Keep trying to build. 
stay in the, the, the playoffs, get out of the play-in. This is crazy in the West right now. So we'll go get my sleep, bro. I appreciate you, man.